Hello, welcome to another episode of the Big Orange podcast. My name is Claire Passos. I am Business Development Manager at Big Orange. Today we are talking about B2B marketing and the explosion of video. We are joined by Victoria Usher, CEO from Ginger May, the hugely successful and award-winning PR and communications agency. We're so pleased that you've joined us today, Victoria. Please, can you tell us a little bit more about your company? Brilliant to be here, Claire. Thank you so much. Um, Yes, Ginger May, we are a B2B uh, professional services business and we work particularly with technology companies and we really specialise in the area of thought leadership. So that really is about identifying a client's USPs and then making sure that we elevate that right across the editorial space as well as owned content. And we are working with some fantastic businesses, really, really exciting businesses um, that consumers will will see in kind of, you know, anything between two to five years. So a couple of years ago, we were looking at automated cars um, and, you know, fridges that talk to your Ocado delivery, um, you know, all this kind of forward thinking emerging technology. So I would like to say I'm a very interesting person to sit next to at a dinner party, but um, not everybody wants to talk about technology. So... Uh, <laughs> So not always that exciting. Um, Today, we're gonna be talking about the rise of video and touching on new and emerging technologies that we can have to look forward to. We've seen a massive rise in video technology over the last few years, become one of the most popular types of content around the web. And more and more companies are using videos to learn, educate and promote their offers and services. There are so many opportunities for brands to build trust with customers and gain their loyalty. And video is a great way to do that because you can actually see the people behind the brands. Um, Victoria, what pointers would you give to um, companies about how to create an effective video as a communications tool? Uh, So people love video. It's uh, plain and simple. And I think it's taken a lot of businesses by surprise how popular it is. Um, But it kind of makes sense, really. It's an incredibly effective form of storytelling. And this is where I think a lot of businesses miss a trick if they're not employing video. you know, video is a very simple and effective way of communicating a brand. Um, it communicates your values. It can often create a sense of comedy or, uh, you know, success. And it's much easier to do that in a format that is visual um, and engaging. And actually, there's some great stats behind this um, that I, I uh, that we use when we're talking to clients about video. Um, so HubSpot's done quite a lot of studies on video. Um, And a couple of their studies showed that 85% of consumers want more video content from brands and companies. And actually looking at the other side from the people that are producing uh, or or commissioning the videos, um, nearly 100%. So so nearly all of marketers, 97% um, said that video helps them to gain a greater understanding of their products and services, um, which is phenomenal, actually. So it really does show that the the metrics uh, are there um, to prove it's a a really good form of communicating whatever you're doing to your target audience, be that consumer or B2B. It has so many applications as well, doesn't it? I mean, you can put it on your front page of your website, you can use it across your social channels, um, you can create, you know, um, social channels as well, like YouTube and Vimeo, just for your video content so yeah there's lots and lots of ways in which you can use it and actually break up large longer videos to smaller videos as little teasers across social channels as well absolutely and you can even see that you know just taking um taking things like um 
web video uh, panels and sessions that have been recorded online. I see a lot of B2B companies, for example, doing that where they've maybe had an hour's um, you know, panel and what they're doing is, is they're just taking snapshots, to your point, 30 second snapshots. You know, That's a really good example of where that's used very effectively across LinkedIn, um, which actually brings me to point about length mm. of video, which is really important. Absolutely. So we're increasingly seeing shorter form videos. Um, and I think a lot of businesses were getting that wrong at the beginning. Um, you know, so you see three, four minute videos, which are so boring. I mean, literally. People switch off, don't Oh my they? God, it's so dull. And I, you know, I, I find them, 45 seconds for me is the optimum. I can feel myself drifting off after that point. Um, so I don't know, you know, your experience of this. I'd be interested to see, because you're obviously, you know, expert in, in this and you, you produce videos for a lot of brands and businesses but I would say minute and a half at tops personally I think you know unless it's very very tailored and meeting a specific brief and requirement yeah. it shouldn't go over that um, my personal preference like I say is 45 seconds to a minute so shorter form I think we would advise our clients absolutely no longer than two minutes um, I think it's really nice you wouldn't want to watch somebody sat there talking for two minutes straight. But if you sort of mixed it up with a bit of animation um, and some other content, then that makes it a little bit more engaging as well, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. And, and yes, the format is also really important because, you know, I've seen lots of videos where it's like, it's like being in a rave quite frankly you know there's really really electrifying kind of music with images that are changing every uh, like 0.5 of the seconds and you know I, I feel like I'm going to kind of pass out from the intensity um, of it and it's just it's so overbearing and because of that I'm switching off um, after about 10 seconds mm. you know it's not it's not pulling me in so again it's that storytelling um, concept behind doing video so what what are you actually trying to talk about what are you trying to communicate what do you want your audiences to take away from watching the video? So, and is it doing that effectively? So I would also say testing is incredibly important with this. So, you know, test at every stage. You, you'll have, you know, friendly clients, you'll have mates, you'll have people within the business. So test at each stage to make sure that you've actually got feedback rather than just delivering the whole damn thing. And then the marketing team is going to be so hacked off if you've 90% delivered it and then actually the concept is completely wrong. So, you know, taking the, the, the storyboard concepts and the ideas, you know, before you're doing, you're going too far through with uh, recording um, just to get that initial kind of feedback. And I would say even taking a step back from that, have you written down the objectives? Do you know what you're actually trying to achieve here? You know, have you written a business plan really for your video? And um, what I've seen in the past with companies is maybe a hot and fiery CEO who just wants to get stuff done. They're like, you know, do a video. We just need something. You know, our competitors are doing it. We need to crack on. We need to be competing. And often the team will just dive in feet first. Right, we need to get this done. Let's watch some videos. Let's see what we like. Let's commission someone to get it done. We need it next week. And it's all done in a massive fluster um, with no real thought or depth that's gone into it. So I would say take a step back first. Talk to your to talk to the business you're working with. So, you know, and I'm sure you get this, Claire, if you'll get a client brief you. And it's, well, what, why are you doing this? Who is your target audience? What's their demographics? 
what are you actually trying to get across? You know, is this a recruitment video? Because that's something else that I see is, is companies commingle recruitment with actually a video that needs to be pitched into their target audience of clients. So, you know, is it telling the right story? Is it talking about what you do best? Is it talking about your unique selling points? Have you, have you written down your unique selling points? You know, have you written down too many selling points? Have you ordered those unique selling points? So you're actually talking about the first one in, in, in order that's most important to you. Because again, you know, clients often I see with video and any kind of storytelling, they're not thinking of order priority in terms of how they're telling that story. Because with video in particular, if somebody drops off after 30 seconds, have you given them enough of a teaser to actually understand what it is you do uh, because you cannot guarantee they're going to watch the whole thing. But I think it's um, useful for companies to understand that, you know, you can have a selection of videos. It doesn't just have to be one video about your brand. You know, there are so many variations such as explainer videos to talk about your product, um, interviews to encourage conversations, be that testimonials or interviews with potential clients, product and demonstration videos and live video streaming as well. So, you know, if a company is looking to embark on doing a video for their organization, it's not just one sort of company presentation video. It has to be on brand. Like you were saying, you know, you don't want a sort of quiet stayed company coming across like they're in a rave. It's got to stay on brand and the brand message on point as well. So what would advice would you give to companies thinking about that? Yeah, absolutely. To your point, there are lots of different iterations of this. So again, it's going back to the planning. So what is it that you need to achieve? Are you looking for an animated video? We see that a lot with technology businesses. They need to get across within 60 seconds to an incredibly busy CMO exactly what their product does and what it's about and how it can answer their problems. So I think defining what your particular need is within the business and then also ensuring that the video meets the requirements of your brand messaging. So again, that's going back to the drawing board, working with a business just to make sure you've got that messaging hierarchy because what you don't want to be doing is going out and putting an, investing in video and it, it is a significant investment but really really worthwhile doing and then going back to it six months later and thinking damn you know we we didn't we didn't nail the messaging we really needed to have got that accurately actually and and as a result it it's a little bit confused and we're not really nailing it and hitting it on the head so I think planning is really important and you know we're looking now you know we're looking at a fresh new year up ahead of us so do that planning as part of your new year's tactics what is it you're trying to achieve you know be it as you say an explainer video on your front page of your website or is it going on your careers page is it something that's actually going out to clients so something that we've used really effectively in the past is video in creds and decks so it's so boring for clients when you're pitching to them to say this is us this is who we are this is how long we've been around you know and and generally speaking in things like pitches clients want you to tell them how you are going to solve their problems it's all about them so you know i've always struggled with this how do you tell your story while not switching them off really it's about them ask they want to they'll tell you what they need to know um, and you can't drivel on about it for ages it's just really dull so actually a a, a short snappy video you know maybe a, a 50 you know to 60 second video will get that across really concisely so again it's thinking of 
the time, the audience, and also the objectives being absolutely critical for when you employ this format. Yeah, that's a really good point. Actually, last year we were pitching to a company in Amsterdam and um, we did a video presentation instead of a flat sort of, you know, PDF document sent over to them. And it actually went down really, really well because without being able to go and see them face to face, they could get a real feel for us as an agency. Another point you raised is about, you know, the planning and getting that absolutely right from the very start. We're seeing a lot of customers just taking videos on their iPhone and trying to create something a bit ad hoc. But as you say, you know, it's the real crucial messaging that has to be on point for you to create something that's going to be successful and viewed by a lot of people as well. What are your thoughts about doing that versus a sort of professionally curated video? It's a really good question. You are tending to see more organic style videos using mobile phones a bit more off the hoof you know it's a bit more rough and ready Um, and perhaps that's been the case since the pandemic people are going out and and doing more video production themselves it clearly has a really different feel from something that's very slick and professional and scripted and it, it it does have its place definitely and potentially this could be because we're seeing more of a video taken via TikTok and other kind of social media channels. So I think it definitely has a place, but I would again come back to the point, which is you need to have this storyboarded or thought about in advance. Because what is the message? Exactly, exactly. So, you know, you can go out and get loads of great content and then you get it back and everybody gets excited and sits around and you edit it and then you get to the end and you're like, oh, Sam, what is it we're actually supposed to be saying here? And everybody's got a little bit carried away. So, you know, making sure that you have that overall objective of what you're trying to achieve, it's still going to be the same thing. So whether you have a professional business actually doing the filming, you still need, I think, experts to actually help you to tell that story properly. That's the most important thing. It's not just whether you've got a professional cameraman standing there filming it for you. It's going to also be in the edit and the cut and the experience that a business would actually have from doing that. So I'm, I'm all for different different formats, just making sure that, it, again, it fits with brands, that it makes sense. You know, if you've got a little bit of a professional start to the video and you've got some of these cuts cut in, I think that can also be a really nice way of doing it. So yeah, and this is going to develop, you know, there'll be other kind of ways and means of trends that are coming out uh, again, probably influenced by things like social media and, you know, how, how people are now capturing each other's stories and then publicizing them online. We feel that there is a bit of a middle ground here and we've identified that some of our clients are wanting to do the sort of off the hoof videos, but want a bit more knowledge behind it. So we've come up with a package for our clients, which is a little how to guide and it just gives them a few steps to have a think about. So yeah, I agree with you. There is absolutely a place for companies to come up with uh, their own content But equally, if they're wanting a professional services video done, then probably leave that to the professionals, I would say. Our how-to guide is um, literally a bit of a takeaway. And it talks about, as you said, the importance of the narrative and the direction, identifying what the objective of the video is, what the key messages are that you want to get across, and how clients can actually create that storyboard and what they need to think about whilst doing that. And giving them some sort of production techniques as well, a little bit of lighting, how to Um, you know make the interviewer um, at ease and things like that so yeah it's just a little takeaway guide that that people can um, have and I think are finding actually really quite useful 
So we've spoken about how to create a video and what the sort of best context for that is, but what actions would you put into place to measure the effectiveness of a piece of video content? Yeah, so effectiveness, if you're going to do it really formally, obviously you do a piece of proper research, um, but the reality of it is, is most businesses won't have the time, budget or interest in doing that. So really it's going to be, getting good feedback and then monitoring your ROI on whatever channel you're actually putting it on. So normally once you post a video and you use it, you'll get that kind of initial flurry and you tend to get people at either end of the spectrum that will often give you a response. So I love it or didn't like this or you could have done X, Y, Z. So that, that's standard across every piece of communication. You, you tend to get people the either extreme but really it's about measuring it on things like your social media seeing how much engagement you have or shares and monitoring it and then going out and actually asking people again for 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 good feedback so I would if I was having a, a piece of video content produced for me I'd go out to different types of people and ask them for feedback I would actually go to a difficult client and ask them because what you don't want to do is just go to everybody that loves you and they'll just go yeah it's great because they want to be, you know, they, they, they're your friends or that, you know, they, they really love you. So in their eyes, it's very rosy and they're looking through rosy optics at, at what you've done. What you actually want to have is somebody that's, that's perhaps going to be a bit more critical and give you that analysis. So, you know, I'm not frightened of getting tougher feedback. That's actually the, the kind of feedback you always want because that's the, that's the kind of feedback that will move you to action and really help you to have a growth mindset to then change next time around. So go to different types of people to get different reactions if if they will you know if they'll give you the time to do that and then you can start planning your next one so this is the this is the thing with websites and video and you know other kind of marketing tactics like this no sooner have you finished one then you actually do need to start thinking about the next one because you know this kind of content is incredibly important for a business and we've already talked about you know it's upper funnel it's really good for raising awareness and putting you on the map putting you on the radar but also it's good for lower funnel in terms of if you actually want to move a client into working with you so it's it's really good for that but then it will date and you know formats move on like we've already talked about we've talked about the kind of handheld video that's a little bit more organic that will be very kind of in the now but then give it a couple of years time that will have moved on again and it doesn't do your business or your brand any good if you're using really outdated outmoded approaches so you know even something from possibly 2015 2016 you know aside from haircuts makeup and and clothes you know which will automatically date something you know you can see with the format the type of cutting you know the type of editing formats you know they, they tend to be longer they drone on a bit you know, they're not as dynamic. So keeping up with how these pieces of marketing collateral are being produced is really important because the first thing you'd see is, oh, they're a company that's massively behind the curve. They're boring, they're outdated, they're outmoded. They are not going to be able to give me really good on the money advice because they're behind the curve. So that in itself is really important to do. So I don't know what your advice would be on regularity. I mean, I would say, you know, like you said, there might be five or six pieces of content you need across to achieve different objectives. But if you were doing like a company video or an explainer, how often would you recommend companies recreate that that piece of content? I think it differs as to what the video is meant to do. If it's a company profile, I think maybe annually you'd need to update that. But as we said, you know, there are 
many variations of videos such as explainers and motion graphics. So I think companies should be using video content more and more as part of their marketing strategy. A question I wanted to ask you, um, talking of outdated content, um, coming from a PR agency, which is predominantly, um, you know, editorial, you know, how have you seen that change over the last sort of four years as video content has um, begun to rise? Because historically, you would be getting editorial in print mags, you know, what, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? So what we've seen a really big increase in actually is award entries being articulated via video formats. So we recently worked with MNC Saatchi Performance to create a video that went on to win um, a really prestigious marketing award. And it was, you know, I, I think they are a fantastic way of telling, again, it's storytelling, fantastic way to tell a story in a really concise visual way. Um, what, what, ha- what happened with that video is it was interviews with the client, and with the team to talk about the objectives, what they were looking to achieve with a piece of work. And that was interspersed with things like B-roll video, um, just to illustrate what the project was all about and and B-roll from the company itself. It was quite a big well-known brand. But you know, how much more interesting is that? Like you're a judge, you've been asked to judge an award, you've got 60 entries. You sit down with a glass of wine of an evening and you know, because that's often the only time, I mean, I judge loads of awards and I end up doing it in the evening always because I'm, I'm too busy during the day. So you sit down and you've got 60 awards and it, it's kind of like, it's like reading CVs. You're looking to throw the ones out that don't make the grade and maybe looking to cut that down to, you know, from 60 to maybe 10 or 12. So, you know, you're trudging through some of the some of the award entries are really poorly written. They've got typos in them. There's no storytelling. And then suddenly, actually one of the entries is a video. Oh my God, suddenly massive standout. You actually want to watch it. Highly engaging. You know, you really enjoy watching it all the way through. You understand what's actually being, being created here and why. And actually it's because people are saying that in their own words, they're explaining and they're passionate. And often that passion, mm-hmm. you know, you can get it if you have a really good copywriter and you know, somebody that is able to actually get that from the client, but often with content, you know, it can be hard sometimes to get across that passion because it might be somebody who is not as expressive when they're briefing somebody to write for them. And it's often the copywriter that then has to bring that to life. But when they are explaining their own story and the work they have done, that passion will often inherently come across because they're telling the story of what their piece of work did and also how proud they are. And then the client is talking about how thrilled they are. And all of those things, you've got the emotional human element side, you've got the storytelling, you've got the brand. And then often you're you're then seeing, you know, if it's an advertising campaign in this case or similar, you're then able to see for yourself what those visuals actually did and how they supported the objectives of the program. So so that's that's something where we're seeing video is coming in really into into its own. And it's just an incredibly easy way with the same period, you know, it might take three minutes to read a piece of content, but you've suddenly got a film of three minutes that's telling it in a much, much easier way. And also you're not going to skip through that video. You'll probably watch it. Whereas I know when I read a piece of content, my eyes will often skip over if it's not telling the story properly. So that, that is one way that I, I know for communications agencies, we're really seeing video working extremely well and replacing the written word. 
So as a bit of a wrap up, um, we know that video has always um, been there and, and it's been around for many, many years. We're not discounting that, but it has really, really evolved over the last sort of five years. Um, platforms such as Instagram and Facebook and YouTube are really getting on board live streaming services because there is a massive demand for it. Um, historically, it's been more of a consumer led activity but again businesses are in looking at using it to engage with their audiences um, in a b2b format so you know that's really why we're here to to talk about it today from a business to business um perspective absolutely i think you're absolutely right you know video was around before it's been around for a number of years but you know probably wasn't as engaging. And I think consumers are, have really caught on. You know, obviously you've got, as you say, YouTube and the, the, the social channels. You've got, you know, influencers. Uh, people are now their own content creators. So, you know, video is now ubiquitous across every channel. It's kind of expected. So B2B brands need to be communicating and storytelling through this. You know, we all have shorter attention spans now. We're used to what looking at our phones and with marketers, B2B marketers in particular, they are so time poor. So for me, I think video is just such a great way of making the, the most of their time. So being able to tell a story in a really short period of time is a, just a fantastic way of communicating what you do. And then for consumers, they expect it. So really for any brand or business that's looking to grow next year and you know we're in a fantastic period of growth at the moment they really should be looking at video as a as a positive way of communicating the brand elements of what they do and you know telling their telling their key audiences we've spoken a lot about historic videos and how it's been booming over the last number of years looking forward how do you see video and other potential technologies um, forming part of uh, a client's marketing strategy yeah so video is definitely a big part of that um, as we, as we've said that's part of your owned strategy what's been really really interesting to see is how we're emerging from covid and actually the tax and techniques that clients are using to kind of test the waters in terms of what actually works to engage their clients and their customers. So obviously we're coming out of this COVID period. Events aren't completely back. I mean, it's lovely to see that they are. I've been to a few myself recently. It was amazing to see people face to face, but a lot of people are still very, very hesitant. So, you know, in the US, in-person events aren't are still not completely back. You know, Europe's just going back into another lockdown. So how can marketers deal with this situation where they can't actually engage people face to face in a B2B environment in particular? And I think the answer to that is, is what we're doing now as well. So podcasts are incredibly effective. So getting specialists on to talk about the different areas of, of, of interest that clients have. So, you know, particular problems they may have or issues and talking around that, I think is a, an incredibly uh, good way of, of informing audiences. They can download them. They can listen if they're traveling into the office or, you know, a, a time period that is good for them. We're also seeing, a, um, you know, LinkedIn has been phenomenal. So lots of different video formats on there with um, things like panels and um, you know interviews on that you know to your point we talked earlier about 
snapshots being sent out on social to support that. So typically companies are using the main event. That, that's actually a source. So they might do an hour's piece of content when they interview various experts. But then what they're doing is, is they're doing loads of socialization of that online beforehand to drum up lots of interest. But obviously that's being pushed out to their audiences and it's raising awareness of their level, you know, their levels of expertise in this particular area. And they're augmenting that as well by probably doing paid LinkedIn as well, reaching even further audiences that they don't naturally organically actually reach. Then they do the event itself and then they're pushing the content out on their own website. The clients are pushing it out on their website, on their social channels. So again, you're getting that escalation where, you know, all of these different channels are being pushed out. And again, you know, adding in paid within that is a really clever way of making sure that you are really enhancing that piece of content. So, so that's something else that we've seen a lot of. I mean, I'd be interested to see what happens next year with that because I think people will be desperate to go back to face-to-face. I do think, though, that it's going to be a blended approach moving forward now forever in the same way that working from home and working from the office is always going to be a blended approach. So marketers are going to have to test, 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 review, have a growth mindset to what works and what doesn't. Um, With all of these techniques and tactics, you know, be it video, be it, you know, email marketing, be it podcasts, whatever it might be, it's checking what works, when, the topics, you know, changing things up, always being on top of it, never being complacent, always looking to see what other people are doing to learn, grow, and then talk to experts about what would work best for them. So, you know, it's really exciting. I'm, I'm, you know, really excited about what's coming down the line for next year. The economy is looking, I think the economy is looking really strong, you know, companies that I'm working with they're super busy video will be kind of center of that for marketers plans and um you know podcasts like I said um and we do PR so um you know we're 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 seeing really buoyant particularly coming out of the US so I think we're going to see some really exciting things happening next year very much looking forward to it it's about providing advice isn't it as well for your clients and and prospective clients by doing podcasts and content like this you know you're thought leaders within your industry but you're offering advice on certain topics and I think that's why podcasts are so accessible now people have got used to listening them to them um, and certainly in a more b2b function um, people are, are time rich now aren't they because they don't have to have their sort of two-hour commute into the office or whatever so podcast is a lovely way in which to um, communicate nicely what your products and services are absolutely totally agree thank you so much for uh, attending our big orange podcast today victoria it was great to have a chat with you about digital particularly in a b2b um, function um i really appreciate your comments today so thank you very much pleasure it was great to talk to you i think um the work you've been doing at big orange media is brilliant you know some of the brands you're working with is, are astonishing so um yeah really pleased to talk talk through some of my thoughts on that thank you so much for listening to our podcast today you can listen to past episodes on our spotify and apple podcast channels and also have a look on our social which is instagram facebook linkedin and twitter all information will be on our website bigorangemedia.co.uk thank you so much for listening today and we look forward to welcoming you you to more of these.